Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Hey, welcome to episode number eight. This was a special Facebook live broadcast called Up Level Your Love. I hope you enjoy. So we are here today to talk about up leveling your love, which is super exciting. So first I want to get into sort of defining love. And I actually looked it up in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary (laughs) because I wanted to make sure I got it right. And I think that's important because I have my own definition of love, but that's probably not the way the mass population feels about it. So Merriam-Webster says love is a strong affection for another arising out of kinship. So that's the kind of love we have for like our parents or our siblings. Another definition under the dictionary definition is personal ties or attraction based on sexual desire. And the third one is affection based on admiration or common interests. And that's the kind of love that I think about like our friendships or colleagues or things like that. So now for my definition of love, I define love as a feeling I get to experience based on my thoughts about the other person or myself. So what Merriam-Webster fails to mention is that all of those definitions of love They're generated based on thoughts that you have about the other person or yourself. So yes, we have these buckets, right? We have the kinship bucket, we have the sexual bucket, and you know, the bucket where we have our partnerships and our romantic relationships, and then we have that love that we have like with our friends and whatnot. But it's always what we're thinking about those people in those buckets that generate the love. So it's the thoughts about the mom and your sister and your siblings, I did a little bit of research in putting this um, Facebook Live together because I um, wanted to make sure that it wasn't all just sort of my circle of influence and what I believe. I believe that when we present information to the masses that we should look and make sure we get a lot of different um, opinions and facts about it and then you can base your own opinion. So I know what my mentors and my colleagues and my coach thinks about love, and it's very similar to me. It's our thoughts that generate this feeling, right? Um, but to remove myself from that circle of influence, I did a little bit of research on it. And it was I was actually pretty disappointed in what I found. <laughs> there was a lot of articles, even in like psychology today, that says you can generate love based on doing all of these things like eating special food or go getting a massage and doing these things like these actions that will help you feel love. And I'm challenging them that because it's just what you're thinking about those things that make you feel love. I think that's a very important concept for us all to be conscious and aware of. One person that who is sort of like, you know, a mentor and things that I, you know, a person that I follow and read a lot about is Louise Hay. She's the author of You Can Heal Your Life, among many other titles. I recommend that you all go up and look her up. She has this amazing thing. If you give your email address, you can download like 400 aspirations that will help you generate love and positive feelings about your life. It's absolutely amazing. But anyway, Louise Hay, um, Louise Hay has this philosophy of practicing affirmations, which is just our thoughts that generate love and increases our well-being. And so I love this affirmation written by her. 
I am worth loving. There is love all around me. So that's the first part of what I want to teach you guys about is self-love. And now if I asked you all what self-love or self-care is, which can be used interchangeably in my opinion, many of you would think that it's like taking a bath or getting our nails done or getting a massage or something that we do outside of ourselves. And those are just actions like I'd mentioned before. But let's just say for a second that you guys all believe me when I say our thoughts create our feelings. Just for this class, <laughs> can you guys all just give me a little heart tap on the screen if you're watching that you believe me when I say our thoughts create our feelings? And just follow along with me with this concept just for this class, okay? All right, cool. So now that we are all in agreement that our thoughts create our feelings, we know our actions can't make us feel love. Self-love is love that we generate for ourselves based on what we think of ourselves, not what we do, right? If we want to experience love, self-love, we first need to be aware of our current thoughts about ourselves. So if you beat yourself up, like you did something wrong, like if you drank too much or you ate too much or you yelled at your kids or you screwed up at work and you regret those actions, you have a lot of thoughts about what went wrong and what you did wrong, and then you feel shame about them, right? It's good that you are aware of that. And many of us are because this is how we go about our lives, right? We do something that we don't think we should have and then we beat ourselves up about it. Awareness to that is the first step. The next step is having more self-love to having more self-love is deciding consciously that nothing has gone wrong, okay? You have done everything perfectly, even if it's really hard for you to believe that right now. You're a human being <laughs> and that comes with a range of feelings and thoughts and actions, right? Self-love is having your own back. Self-love is being compassionate for yourself during those times of hating yourselves instead of hating yourselves. You can't experience self-love and compassion if you're spending all of your time in regret and shame about your behavior. So if you want to understand what self-love is, when you are in those moments of beating yourself up or regret or shame about things that you've done or what you've thought, you have to just commit to not having those thoughts anymore. And it really is that simple, like just saying, I'm not going to beat myself up about this anymore. I'm a human. I'm supposed to make mistakes and I haven't done anything wrong. Okay. We aren't child. We aren't children. <laughs> we don't need to reprimand ourselves. And we know that that doesn't work, right? Because if we've been trying to change our behaviors, such as stopping overeating, stopping over drinking, changing our relationships, all that, and we beat ourselves up about it, it never leads to anything good. Usually it just leads to more of the same behavior or you hating on the other person or you drinking at the end of the day because you've hated yourself so much all day long, you can't stand it anymore. Okay, so please stop doing that. Start experiencing more self-love by just being compassion, knowing that you're just a human being doing the best you can and nothing has gone wrong because you've, you've done it. Like you can't change the past and there's no use beating yourself up and arguing with yourself about it. Okay, so all of those thoughts you have are blocking your love. I really want you guys to pay attention to that. All of the self-hatred and shame and regret you have about your actions and what you think or have done in the past is blocking you to feel good about yourself. Self-love is a feeling that you generate based on the thoughts you have about yourself and what you're doing. 
If you can change those thoughts, I'm capable, nothing has gone wrong, I know what to do, I can forgive myself, that'll start this process of you starting to love yourself more. And when you love yourself unconditionally and you're nice to yourself, you'll have more compassion and love for other people. Because you know and understand that we are all perfectly imperfect, right? So if you can acknowledge that you made a mistake and it's okay, it'll give you more um, energy to do that for other people. And so you'll give that energy to the world and you'll experience more love. I promise. It's how it's work. It's like that saying, um, hate begets hate. Love begets love. Okay. It's the same thing. You deserve your own love. You have this endless amount of love in you right now. As long as you can generate thoughts, as long as you can generate sentences in your mind, you can feel love. That's it. It's this endless amount of feeling that you can have inside of your own self. You don't need anything outside of yourself to feel it. It doesn't come from the form of massage or a healthy meal or someone saying they love you for you to get to experience. You generate that feeling based on what you're thinking about you. You promise. It comes from you. And it always generates based on what you're thinking about yourself. So first become aware of all the times you're thinking yourself is shitty or you've done something wrong. Commit to not thinking that way anymore. And when you find yourself doing it, just say, we don't do that. It's as simple as that. We don't think that way anymore about ourselves. We have compassion. We have love. I've got my own back. It's all okay. I'm a human. All of those thoughts will help you move towards loving yourself more. All right. Does anybody have any questions about that? Please, you can type in the comment box or um, you want to call me out on any bullshit, any of that. I'm open to it. Um, one thing that was a big transformational sort of process for me in the past year was deciding and committing that I wasn't going to hate myself anymore. And it wasn't this conscious thought like I'm going to start loving myself at every second I had. It was just saying I wasn't going to hate myself. And no matter what happened, no matter what mistakes I've made, it's all okay. And I should have made those mistakes. And I should have done all the things because I can have an opportunity to learn from them and grow from them. And if you can approach it that way, your 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 well-being will just increase over overall and you won't spend so much time in regret and shame. I hope that makes sense. I am missing my water. Oh, well, my voice might get a little raspy, but that's okay. (laughs) The next segment I want to talk about is the love that you guys have for other people. And it goes to the same philosophies. Okay, so so many of us hold back our love for other people based on how they have behaved. Like our husbands don't take out the garbage and we hold back and think he doesn't deserve this because he hasn't done this. Right. Does that sound familiar? Parents don't show up like we think they should. And I'm not going to go out of my way for them because they didn't go out of my, they didn't do this or this or this, right? You're holding back your love and you're giving your power away when you do this. And guess who that hurts when you do that? You. Because remember, and you guys all agreed to this at the beginning of this class, is that our thoughts create our feelings and not what other people do or say cause us to feel that way. It's just what you're thinking about what they've done or said. I promise you. You are missing out on feeling that love when you think that way. Because if we're still in all in agreement, right? Like you guys agreed to this. 
It's our thoughts that create our feelings. I'm going to say this a lot so it can really get ingrained into your brain so that when you're faced with yourself thinking this about somebody else's behavior, you can be like, oh, (laughs) this is what she's talking about. When I think this thought, I feel annoyed. I feel pissy. I feel angry. And it's just your thoughts that are creating that. And when you think down that line of thinking, you are blocking the love that's available. Okay? You can think whatever it is that you want and you don't want to have, if you don't want to have loving thoughts in certain situations, that's totally fine, but own it. Okay? Don't put conditions on the love. Love doesn't have conditions. If he or she would only do X, Y, or Z, right? I would feel more love. When you do this, you give your power or love away to somebody else. And who wants to do that? Who wants to give their power of feeling love away? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away to somebody else so that they can dish it out whenever they feel like it's necessary. I definitely don't want that. I want to feel love whenever I want to feel it. And I don't want to have to rely on somebody else doing something in order to feel it. You can love even if they don't take out the trash. You can love even if they never bring you flowers or a card or make you coffee in the morning. You can love if you don't talk to them. You can love no matter what, even if you never see them again. Do you know how this is possible? Guess. (laughs) Because our thoughts create our feelings, right? And we can feel love without receiving it back. Without the other person doing a damn thing. It's pretty amazing if you think about this. We don't need to have a lover or be in love or have any conditions meant to feel it. We only have to think thoughts that generate love and the other person doesn't have to do anything. It's amazing. This is already what's happening, by the way. (laughs) We just don't realize it. We put all these conditions and parameters around love and I'm looking for this specific person and they have to do this and this and this and this. So I can be in love. And all that is bullshit. You can be in love with yourself. You can be in love with whoever is out there if you have loving thoughts about them. Think about this when you first fell in love with your partner, okay? What were you thinking? How is the passion there? What may, You've may have been like head over heels in love with them, right? Now, if you're married or you're in a committed long-term relationship, that passion or like you're that in love feeling may have changed a little bit. And it's just because you're having different thoughts and beliefs about that other person. Okay, I doubt that that person has completely changed who they are in their core being, right? They're probably very similar to who they were when you first met them. But our thoughts and beliefs about them have changed. We've added parameters and boundaries and obligations to the way they should behave in order to be in a loving relationship with us. And that has changed our feelings of love for them. Okay? If you want to feel more love in your relationships, start thinking more loving thoughts about them. It really is that simple. Shine your light on what is good. Stop shining your light on what is horrible about them. Stop telling stories about them that are bad. Start telling nice stories. Those stories that you tell create your life, right? The stories are your thoughts and beliefs about the other person. If you're bitching about your partner and your husband and your spouse and all that stuff, you are going to create this negativity in your life. And if you want more love, you have to start telling different stories. And stop 
putting parameters on how they should behave or do things, right? They should be doing exactly what they are doing because they are doing it. (laughs) And just like you don't want to be controlled and managed, I'm guessing, we shouldn't want to control and manage them. Let them be them, you be you, and you can love them no matter what, I promise. And when you, and, and I just want to add, if you have those boundaries and think that they should be doing things differently, that blocks love. Okay. If the, if you think they should take the garbage out as soon as it comes to, to the full, the brim, as soon as it hits that point, they should jump up and take the garbage out. That may have been a thought I've had a few times, not going to lie. <laughs> and when it wouldn't happen, I would be super frustrated and like, I would hold on to it. I'd be resentful about it. Right. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to feel that resentment and anger towards my spouse about the freaking garbage. He shouldn't take out the garbage when it, as soon as it reaches the full tilt because he's doing something else, because he's sitting down, because he doesn't want to. It doesn't matter. I am perfectly capable of doing it. It can wait, like all of these other things. I don't want to feel those negative emotions based on ideas about how the other person should behave anymore. So that was another thing I decided to stop doing. And my relationship, just doing those little things, my relationship improves. I have more love for him. I have more compassion. I have more understanding, right? I don't want him to put rules on me. And so I don't put rules on him and we have a better relationship for it. All right. So you just have to change what you're thinking about yourself again, to have loving thoughts to generate self-love. And you have to change what you're thinking about the other person. Stop all the rules, stop all the boundaries, identify what you're currently thinking about the other person and know that it's just your thoughts about whatever they're doing or acting like is what generates the feeling of love. And you can generate that feeling at any time, at any day, in any moment. It's always available to you. It never ends. It's limitless, and I suggest that you all start getting your thoughts really juicy around today and your love for your friends and your family. Think about somebody that you haven't loved in a long time. Why? Shift that. I have really improved the relationship with my dad and have a much more loving relationship with him because I let all of those parameters and thoughts about how he should behave in our relationship go. I just decide he can be him and I can be me. And I don't want anybody thinking I should run my life in a certain way and do things differently than how I'm doing. So why should I think that way about him? And it has just opened up a whole nother cascade of feeling of love. And we don't even have to talk. I can just think this about him. And I feel love. It's amazing. All right, what questions do you guys have for me? What do you think about these ideas about generating love comes from your thoughts? And that you can generate more love for yourself just based on what you're thinking about yourself. And you can generate more love for your relationships based on what you're thinking. It's all amazing and nothing has to change. That's the beauty of it. Like you don't need anything to change outside for you to have better loving relationships with yourself or with other people. So um, I'm going to have some, I'm just going to share with you sort of my thoughts about my husband and in terms of today. I mean, there could be a million different ways I describe you to him, but I'm going to describe to you what I want to think about him right now. So he's amazing. He surprised me with this giant card next to my second love, which is coffee. He's coming home from work early to spend Valentine's Day with his family. He wrote each of my kids an individual Valentine for their lunchboxes which he packed last night, by the way. He packs their lunches every night. 
He is committed and smart and open and willing to do whatever crazy thing I have in mind. And when I think all of these thoughts about him, my heart explodes with love for him. But if I were to like shift my light and think about all the negative things, I would feel negative. I know that you guys can kind of relate to this. So suggest that you open yourself up and think about all the loving things that your partner or spouse or family member does or coworker, colleague, kids. Think about all the love. Think about all the special things. Think about the way they are special for you and you'll feel the love. I promise. Now go love yourself. Love your people. I'm here if you guys have any questions for a couple more minutes. Let me know what you're thinking. Hi, Anya. Oh, my gosh. Love all the way from Austria. Thank you so much for coming. Love you. Anya and I um, went to coach training together, and we've been very connected over WhatsApp chat, and we talk all the time about this, these sort of concepts, and we geek out with each other. And I love you so much. All right, you guys. Another thing I wanted to tell you, if you want help in up-leveling your relationship or learning how to self-love yourself better so that you don't overdrink and overeat and you don't need to rely on things outside of yourself to feel good, I've got you. Schedule your 30-minute consultation with me. There's no obligations. It's absolutely free. I'm going to put um, the link to do that in the comments box right here. You guys should get on that and schedule it with me. Okay, I promise that your mind will be blown and you will think about things differently and approach your life in a new way. I love you. Go love your people. I'll talk to you guys soon. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, I'd love, love, love it if you could take five minutes and review me on iTunes. You can do it right from your phone. Open your podcast player, click on my show, and then scroll down until you see review. Click on the fifth star. Then scroll a little bit more and click on write a review and then leave a few sentences about how amazing my podcast is. I really appreciate it. And the more reviews I get, the more women see my podcast and the more people I can help. So get over there and review me. Do it now. Okay, bye.